You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, the time of the evening where you join us on Pertinence are Punctuated and Alhamdulillah, Mawlana Salim Karim carrying on over the topic marriage and miscarriage. But Alhamdulillah, Mawlana, it's already gone into part three. And I think this uh, segment here on Pertinence Punctuated will be forever having uh, this type of uh, scenario. It's going to go to fa- part four, five, six, and uh, till when Allah wants us to uh, have this topic, we'll keep on uh, doing that, uh, Molana. And, uh, you know, great to have you adding value to Islamic radio and uh, giving uh, your expertise, uh, your knowledge that Allah has bestowed you with and sharing it uh, for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the Ummah. How are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful evening, uh, Molana? Alhamdulillah, shukar bye. Alhamdulillahi wa kafta wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhina astafa Qalu subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim Yes, indeed, a beautiful evening, Shafat Bhai. And as you say, that uh, when you love something, you keep talking about it. When something is troubling you, you need to talk about it. And we're having so much of difficulties in relationships. What Allah has made as a great ni'mat, Allah has made as for us peace, sukoon, itminan, khushi, Allahu Akbar. How is it that every day of our life is full of sorrow and grief? Because something is lacking. Like how you can prepare the best food, Shafat Bhai. But if it doesn't have salt in it, uskhani mein koi maza so we've got lovely homes, we've got lovely cars, we've got money, we've got clothes, we've got everything, Shafat Bhai. Lekin khushi nahi. Khushi ke ka din aata hai, khushi nahi hoti hai. We have days of happiness, but no happiness at all. Kya wajah hai iski? So yes, Shafat Bhai, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfeeq that we can ponder on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and insha'Allah Allah ta'ala will open the doors of mercy, maghfira, muhabbat, ulfat and insha'Allah loving and caring for each other. Yes, Shafat Bhai, as you said, you know, it's the third week that we are running with this beautiful topic. Lots of issues in our society and I think uh, Marka Sahaba and yourself, Shafat Bhai, Allah has given you a vision, you know, the choice of questions and it shows us how brave our listenership is, that they are so, inshallah, brave to come forth and speak their heart out. See? Before all these topics were shoved under the carpet, nobody wanted to speak about it. And people suffered in silence, see? and they passed away and left this world without any happiness and joy. So may Allah Ta'ala reward our listeners and our listenership, Shafat Bhai, for bringing forth these questions, these queries, and our duty here, Shafat Bhai and yourself, gee, we are not here to judge anybody, we are not here to condemn anybody, we are not here to criticize anybody. We are just here, inshallah, to offer solutions and advice. Absolutely. For deliberation. And inshallah, we take it forward from you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, credit to Mufti A.K. Hussain for having uh, this vision and uh, for, you know, empowering us uh, to uh, conduct programs like this. And Alhamdulillah, I can tell you, he has a uh, full confidence in your ability too, Molana Salim Karim. Come here, Molana, look at the screen. There's this question here. 
and uh, I'm presuming it's from a sister. And she says, uh, are spouses uh, allowed to look at each other when they pass on uh, Molana Salim Karim? And also, they are this, uh, this new trend that, that's taking place where they are using audio streaming, video streaming, and these chats and these uh, other chats to actually show mayat to family members overseas and so forth. Surely, Molana Salim Karim, this is a violation of the highest order. Please, uh, Molana, I want you to conscientize the Ummah. And uh, Molana, what a brilliant question. Uh, go ahead, Molana. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتبهوا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من تشبه بكم فهو من Respected listeners, dostadiz Beautiful question, Shafat Bhai. Allah Ta'ala give the sister Ajri Azim for posing this question. And this has been carrying on unattended. And we see this in every mayyat because virtually everywhere this has become the norm. First, let's understand what is the status of a person who passes away. He's no more now. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. To Allah do we belong and to him is our return. When a person passes away, the first thing you do is you close the eyes. Bismillahi wa ala millati rasulillah. Read it and slowly close the eyelids. Number two, straighten the body. Number three, if there's false teeth in the mouth, remove it immediately. If there's rings on the fingers, remove the rings immediately. If there's jewelry on the body, remove it whilst the body is hot. Because once the body gets cold and the limbs are in different direction, it will be very hard to straighten it. Number three, Take a cloth and from under the chin, tie a knot on the head on top. So the mouth closes. So alhamdulillah, you, these are some of the things, the respect that you show to a marhum body. As you show respect to a body when the body is alive, you have to also show respect to the body when it's no more. The soul is out, it's the body. So I do not mishandle the body. Those who are giving ghusl, remember, handle the body with care. Don't toss the body around. Don't try to bend and break things. Show utmost respect to the mayyid and to the marhum. Once the ghusl is done, that is why I said it's important for us, Shafat that we must go for burial classes. We have to learn how to give ghusl to our family members, how to put on the kafan. At least this basic ilm and knowledge we should have. So attend classes. 
my point that I'm coming to is the question that you asked. I just gave you a brief starting point. Number two, once the coffin is put on, you don't have to put any fancy coffin. Gee, today we use this calico white one, alhamdulillah, jayis. Because what Allah wants is amal and that coffin and body will turn into dust. So let your coffin be simple for men. There are three pieces of cloth and for women, there are five pieces of cloth. The point here is once Hosan is given, the coffin is put on, do not open the face and show it to anybody. If the family members want to view the body before they give Hosan, give them the chance and opportunity. And once the body is taken for Hosan and the coffin is put on, do not open the face of the Mahou. That's respect. In fact, each one of us should make this wasiya to our family members. No use opening the face once the marhum has been given ghusl and the kafan put on. By looking at the face, what difference would it make? When we had the opportunity to meet the marhum when he was alive or she was alive, we didn't come. Now we want to come last minute. Now we want to video the face. Inna lillahi. This is haram, forbidden. And I'm sad that sometimes there are ulama who are sitting there and they allow these videos to take place. Behurmati of the body. You cannot talk ill of the deceased. You cannot make ghibat of the deceased. In fact, in al hadith of Rasulullah is so strict, when we are going to start crying and screaming and wailing, the mayyat is being punished. This is the hadith of Rasulullah. The person that you loved so much, do you want them to leave the dunya being punished by Allah? because of our total ignorance and irresponsibility. So once the ghusl is given shafat by, the face should not be open. Leave it like that, insha'Allah, the last view you had of the marhum, alhamdulillah. By looking at it for the one last time won't make a difference. Because when you're supposed to come and make salam with the marhum, make khidmat, that was your father, that was your husband, that was your wife and your children, you had no time. Gee? Now for the last moment, we must hold the funeral back Gee, for one hour, two hours, six hours, because so-and-so has to land from America and Pakistan and India and Timbuktu. In the meantime, the mayor, if it's pious, the faristas are waiting in the cover. When is this mehman of Allah coming to us? And if his marhum is a gunhagar in the center, the faristas are waiting. When is this person coming to start with our punishment? So respected brothers, Show respect to the dead body. Gee, it is totally, photography is haram. Let me tell you three things. Shafat by people ask us this question. That why there isn't barkat in this home? Why there is always cut-cut in this home? Disunity, no nur, no mercy, no rahmat. Three things, remember. Allah's farishtag of mercy will never enter a home. Where there's a dog. See, you've got dogs for guarding. That's a separate issue. Fukaha have given ijazat. Keep them far away from the house. See, but in which home there's a dog, the Allah's faristas do not enter. Number two, where there is photography. The marhum is lying there. The faristas are making dua for him. You are making, we are reading Isali Sawab. And we are clicking photos. Gee, we're putting that mayyid on video call, on Skype. 
and we be so low is this the respect and love we have for our marhums allah taala's angels of mercy does not do not enter the home where there is a dog number 2 where there is photography you go in some homes they got a big photo of the peace sub or some pious person photography is haram this is shirk ji allah will forgive every guna but allah will never forgive shirk ji so respected brothers have the memory of the person you love so much in your heart if you love your father alhamdulillah have his memory and vision in your heart that way it is not on the walls ji not on paper tomorrow it will burn or it get destroyed if you love somebody so much have the memory of them in your heart ji it right next to your heart ji apne walidain ki tasawwur karo inshallah think of your parents number 3 allah's angels of mercy do not enter home where there is a junubi a person who is napa a person had sexual relationship with his wife fajr time and up till now he's napa and she's napa they only going to take a bath lunch time nauzu billah min zalik then we ask ourselves this question so far by really this is very upsetting and we have to bring it to the to the attention of our listenership there is no we picking on people but this is the reality of the situation so the sister asked this question is it jaiz or not as i said to you it is haram and forbidden to open the face of the marhum to photograph the marhum to video the marhum to skype the marhum marhum totally haram and disrespect ji so sharia has given us this beautiful nasihat that treat the marhum with respect even when you giving ghusl don't use boiling water the marhum is on top ji it focused on top and it see what is happening so that's why when you give ghusl to the marhum also do not pick on any faults of the marhum what you see there is private and confidential you have no business whatsoever those who give ghusl or oh, we saw this wound on the body we saw this mark on the body we saw this on the body we saw that on the body inna lillah mayyat ki ghibat karna haram hai it is haram to talk ill about a deceased like how it is haram to speak bad about a person who is alive ji so respected brothers treat our marhums with great respect we are now giving this amanat that allah gave to us let's return the amanat with respect and dignity and those of us who put this photographs and this videos delete for allah say if you want your akhirat to be protected and you want that marhum inshallah in the qabr to be protected by allah and full with mercy and rahmat delete those photographs and those videos immediately never if anybody is videoing in the home ji put a stop there and there amar bil maruf and nahi anil munkar this is the masla safad bhai and we have to come down like a 10 ton hammer because this is becoming a common practice the best thing to do next to the marhum is recite surah yasin read surah ya raad read surah ikhlas read any ayat of the quran because what the marhum is requiring from us is isani sawab they want sawab they want to leave this dunya 
with mercy and rahmat, like when you say al-wida to somebody, you walk them to the gate. When you, a guest comes to your house, don't just stand there by your front door and send them off. No. If that car is parked 200 meters away, walk your guest to that car. In fact, Fukaha went to this degree to say that if you really love your guest, accompany him to the outskirts of the city and then say alwida to him, alhamdulillah, khuda hafiz. This is respect. This is your father. This is your mother. This is your daughter. This is your child. You are now sending this amanat to Allah Ta'ala and we make all this dong, we make all this drama for the marhum. No, respected brothers, this is unacceptable. Yes, one more masla, Shafat Bhai. The husband, once the wife passes away, the nikah is terminated immediately. Or if the husband passes away, the wife must serve her iddat in the house of her husband. Provided their safety and security. One. Number two, he can see the face or he can see the body. He can help carry the janazah. And if there's nobody at the Kabristan, anyone who is a mahram can wrap the body with a blanket and then he can touch the blanket instead of touching the coffin and lower the body into the cover. If there's no other brothers, sisters of the marhum, the husband, because the nikah is terminated, the nikah is broken. She has to sit in iddat for four months, ten days. Respect that iddat. You're not supposed to beautify yourself in that iddat period for more four months and ten days. Wear your normal clothes, alhamdulillah. No beautification, no jewelry, no perfume. No visiting, no going out, no way. Respect and mourn the death of your husband. That is respect. Today, unfortunately, some of our sisters are showing no respect when it comes to the Iddat serving. They're still pushing up, they're still dressing up, they're still intermingling, they're still talking to everybody. No respected brothers. Allah Ta'ala has given us a beautiful deen. So please make our seer that on my janazah, please, there should be no videoing and no viewing of my face once the coffin is closed and inshallah ready for Bariya. A brilliant indeed, uh, Molana, a very apt issue. And uh, you know, the other day, uh, you know, coincidentally, I was talking to a brother and then he said, You know, Chef, I've been reading so many kitabs and I was amazed to see that uh, there were a few Sahabas, Ragyal Anhum, when uh, their wives had passed on. And the next morning, uh, they made nikah. How true is that, uh, Molana? And uh, in, 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 in uh, the case of men, we know there's no iddat period. But they're allowed to make a nikah immediately, uh, you know, after the mayat uh, is gone. When a divorce takes place, the husband can get married in the next 24 hours or in the next hour after the divorce has been issued. Because the simple reason why a woman has to sit in it is because some of the modernists feel that this is an injustice to women. Yeah? The reason for that is called istibrai raham. That she has to sit in it that most probably that she could be pregnant. Right? And if she doesn't sit in it that, and if she has to remarry, and obviously her new husband will be intimate with her, and then how do we find out who the father of the child is? Sharia is very, very particular. Okay, who is the father of a child? 
the paternal father is very important because on the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to call you by your father's name. That is why even the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, like we change our surname when we get married in South African law. Now your wife, gee, my wife is Razzaq and now she goes as Kareem. Gee, that's, that's incorrect. In terms of Sharia, you live with your maiden name, you stay with your maiden name. But because we live in this country, we have to do these things. It's not compulsory. You will be called by your father's name. So in terms of Sharia, after Nikah, you can still maintain your maiden surname. So the reason why we serve the Shafat is that to make sure that the wife, when her idhat is completed, she was not pregnant. So that tomorrow, there is no confusion as far as the genealogy of the child. Who is the father of the child? That's the reason. So obviously, women give birth, not men. So for men, after the nikah or after the divorce, Sharia allows them to make a nikah. And alhamdulillah, there's nothing wrong with that. It is jayis. But a woman cannot marry immediately. She has to serve her. If that, the reason, again, Fuqaha and the jurist of Islam said, is to make sure that her womb is clear. She is not pregnant. That so that tomorrow when her that is over and she remarries, alhamdulillah, she can start a new family. And if she falls pregnant, alhamdulillah, we know who the father is. So there's no confusion. That's the reason, Shafat Bhai. So you ask the question, can the husband get married immediately after he's buried his wife? Gee, alhamdulillah, it's jais. Obviously, morally, it's not practical. But you're asking a masla because I love my wife so much. I can't in the next hour go and get married. Have some little bit of modesty, have little bit of feeling in you that I've lost my life, soul, my soul partner, inshallah, after a month or after a week, inshallah, but immediately, no, it's, it's not proper, but it is jayis and permissible. Uh, well said there, Molana. Your hikmah comes through very strongly there. Allah bless you for that. And uh, then, uh, you know, the children issue. I mean, uh, you know, the, the the spouse or the wife passes away, the children are there, and the father has to think uh, deeply about them too, about their feelings. You know, he can't uh, just jump into it, uh, Molana. Each one of us are independent. But we're going to stand in front of Allah, nafsi, nafsi. Let's get this clear. Cut the sentiments out. Shafad Bhai, my, say for example, gee, my wife passes away, I'm 60 years old now. Gee, I need somebody as a companion. I need somebody to look after me, to cook for me, to talk to me, to take care of me when I'm sick. Olana, Shafad Bhai, tell me, which son and daughter got the time today? Show me. I'd, I'd love to see that. Maybe one in a million that will leave everything and come and look after this father. Who's going to bath him, Shafat Bhai? He's handicapped. Gee, who's going to take him to the toilet and make his stinja for him? You expect the daughter to do that? Gee, will a daughter-in-law do it? Will a daughter do it? Let's be practical, Shafat Bhai. Cut the frills. He is an individual. He needs a support. He needs a partner. There are certain things only a wife can do, Shafat Bhai. Not even a nurse, not even the grandsons or granddaughters or daughters can do. It's only the wife Sharia allowed. In the difficult moments where you have to give your husband a bath, you have to, inshallah, make istinja for him. You've got to put the 
the, the, the king bees on or whatever you call it so that he doesn't miss and if he misses who cleans it so now the children say no our father can't take another wife gee mommy was everything she they can no be no replacement for the mother never ever and nobody can take the place of a mother but see the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam in the sahaba ikram immediately they took a wife the father leave all that that 60 year old father he still got feelings and emotions so far back gee it doesn't mean that now he's old 60 i know of somebody who's 80 or 90 years old he says mona i'm like a young boy so i said hadrat you must give us the recipe also inshallah ul aziz but let's be practical and real safar bhai in old age it's not next necessary sexual relationship you just need a companion somebody could make you a cup of tea you can talk to each other you can relate to each other ji so you write this safar bhai some of the, the, the sons and daughters they want to fight okay if you get married to another woman we won't talk we'll disown you nadilla you are opening yourself to failure because in the end yawma yafirru mar'u min akhi wa ummihi wa abhi on the day of kiamat you run away far from your father or your father will be far from you because looking for one naked so on the day of kiamat in our cover we going to stand alone it's going to be my amals and my deeds ji so let's let's be real that alhamdulillah we all want to be one family and nobody can take the maqam of of your mother ji you know nobody can replace it that is, it's a ni'mah that allah has given to the day of kiamat so don't let that inshallah interfere in the normal duties of your father who now wants to remarry and now as children and sons and daughters we are putting up this strong objection obviously if the father is getting married to a wrong woman yes as daughters and sons you have a right to object that no doubt about that it is your haq but alhamdulillah if he found a decent muslim muslima alhamdulillah who's got deen who's got good akhlaq what's wrong with that you should encourage and support and help and again i'm emphasizing the point of what by we can't replace our mother or our father chief Absolutely brilliant, Molana. You know, uh, Allah bless you for that. The barakah flowed on the show this evening. Perhaps your parting words uh, before I let you go. Shukran, may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala give us tawfiq. You know, we can just understand what life is all about. You know, I did say something earlier on. Rasulullah uh, sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "You know, there's only one thing that can bring." two hearts together and that is the institute of nikah to show her how much you mean to her show her how much she means to you because you are priceless alhamdulillah and a righteous wife can make a poor man feel like a king so may allah taala grant us tawfiq and give us tawfiq to understand the beautiful deen of islam and my final word here safar bhai is is saying that alhamdulillah when it comes to love and mohabbat let there be ikhlas in it and inshallah allah taala will bless our marriages and islam is a simple deen safar bhai wallahu ladeen we are making it difficult okay and we all fight for our rights safar bhai here's the beautiful saying we all fight for our rights 
are we fulfilling others' rights? This is a big question. So I leave you with this thought, Shafat Bhai, and our listeners, that we all fight for our rights. I want my right. I want my right. Ask yourself this question. Are we fulfilling the rights of others? Then, inshallah, the, the, the battlefield will be equal. Inshallah. Inshallah, Mawlana, have a blessed evening ahead. Talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, and thank uh, Lucalo for brilliant engineering uh, this evening. Keep it locked on to Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and a lot of knowledge coming through from the team. And I will meet you again. We bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.